You're recording live today from Sage Music here in Long Island City, a school that turns people of all ages from students into musicians. The school has a unique curriculum which teachers focus personal attention and utilize a holistic approach to teaching every student. The school is owned by inspirational Iraq War veteran Jason Sagabiel, who offers classes in guitar, piano, cello, violin, and voice. Also check out the recently opened new location in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. To learn more about Sage Music, visit www.sagemusic.co.co. We're also brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash improvnoise. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This is Improv Noise. And in order to get started, we need a suggestion of something you can't be. Thanks for tuning in to Improv Noise. This week we sit down with Chet Siegel from UCB Herald Knight's Namaste and the box of the Magnet Theater. Check it out. Improv Noise! I'm always awkward at parties. Most improvisers are awkward people, I don't, right? I don't get why that is, though. But why? Because, I mean, an improviser is so much, so much more equipped to, like, handle anything. I think it's because it's, it's actually reality. And, mm. and, like, there's something so totally. freeing about... Uh, I'm going to engage with you, but we've got this rule that like we're on a spaceship and right. people are watching and <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And like, it's okay for me to have the focus on that moment. And yeah. so like, it's okay for me to, to, to say dumb things. I think it's why like we regress, not regress. I don't like the, to put down bits. Right. I think it's why we, we progress into bits, you know, <laughs> uh, at yeah. parties. Cause like, oh, I'm not me. I have license to say these ridiculous thoughts that are nervously yeah. th- fluttering yeah. through my head. And you don't have to reveal anything. It's a sense of like no. coming up. And if you do what i really like doing as an improviser is like it it gives you uh an opportunity to be incredibly vulnerable and honest like right. to, to speak from a place of emotional truth which can mm. be like disgusting and vile and like say things you really think or like real insecurities that like you can just sort of pepper into a character Dude, right. totally and right. it's like oh i'm dealing with this real problem exact- i have about intimacy but right. I, but it's okay because i am a clean lady you know like <laughs> it's, it's 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 totally uh it's totally cathartic yeah i see a lot of scenes where i'm like that's a literal scene you are being absolutely literal and speaking to the other person on stage but you call them your drill instructor rather than your roommate. Or you call him yeah. your wife instead of your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And they are actually really, really literal. I saw the uh, a new member of the Stepfathers. His first scene was um, he said to one of the vet players, he's like, oh, I'm so amazed. I'm so impressed with you. It's, mm. it's so lovely to be here. And that was his initiation. And he was, I think, literally speaking from his heart. Oh, man. That's so adorable. I, it really was. He probably so, said nothing off stage. He didn't, he didn't yeah. be like, I can't wait. I'm going to just bring like, it on the improv stage with me. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like, uh, did anybody pick up the drink tickets? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but there's like a – I'm teaching level two right now. I used to teach level one at the Magnet, and now I'm teaching level two. Moving um, on up. Good moving for you. On up. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but uh, – it's 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 mostly because Russ Armstrong's out of town right now. He's yeah. out in L.A. and he was uh, taking the lion's share of level two. But mm-hmm. with level two, it's it's you're really digging into scene study and like the way that I uh, I, I like tell what I tell my students at the beginning is like, it's like level one. You can feel like a sprinter in a scene. You're just trying to get it out. But now we're endurance runners. We're trying to like mm-hmm. calm down, be in these scenes a little longer. And how the can I say fuck? Of course, okay. we'd how rather fuck, you did. How the fuck do I do that? You know, like yeah. how do I slow down? How do I like? 
train for a marathon as opposed to training for a sprint, you know, like right. uh, I'm not just, I don't want to just go out of fear and, 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 and go and solely on an impulse. I want to figure out how to like relax and in, into a scene. And I think a lot of it is allowing yourself to use yourself. Yeah. Like people think they've got to create this like fake avatar thing. Right. And mm-hmm. they speak so unnaturally because they're like, Oh, I have only given the, my robot next to me this, this, this amount of information. That's like, <laughs> right. Armando says this great thing that I, I mean, I, I use this more when I'm coaching sketch, but, of like, dudes, you suffer through your lives. Use them. Like, hmm. if it's high school, it's Woodrow Wilson. You know, like, use, like, if whatever you're feeling, don't keep stuff from your character when you're improvising. I feel like a lot of people keep things from their characters or from their scene partners. Like, exactly. you as the improviser will know something to be true or feel something uh-huh. emotionally, and you feel like it's, you can't say it for right. whatever yeah. bullshit reason. Right, right, absolutely. It's like, you're get, just get out of your way. <laughs> get, <laughs> let yourself improvise. Yeah, get out of your own way. Yeah, I, I always yeah. saw improv training, especially at least the first year and forever, uh, just as you go on. And all you're doing is decompressing and just becoming your real self on stage. It's all you're mm-hmm. doing. You start with all the fear. And we had a guest describe fear makes people either talk a lot, monologue. Uh, it forces people to do, like, you know, really robotic scene work. Mm-hmm. Or it forces moronic positivism out of people. Yeah. You know, like, all that stuff. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> just get rid of it. It's the best hoagie ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, best tomatoes. But yeah. I, I wish they were yeah. that enti- like, incited about it. Normally it's just like, it's the, this is the best hoagie ever. <laughs> really yeah. good hoagie, yeah. But no, what, what we're doing is we're getting rid of all that and we're going mm-hmm. to who we really, really are. Yeah. In fact, maybe even real ourselves. Hell. Because, yeah. like, I had to... I had to save up courage to confront my roommate about being too loud last night. About being like, man, you're because pra- he like practices in his room with like industrial speakers and things oh like that. God. And it's a three person apartment; you shouldn't be doing that. No. So I just it took me like thirty minutes to finally get the knock on his door and tell him to be quiet. But on an improv stage, you start a scene that way. Like right away, yeah. I would start a scene that way with no fear whatsoever. Yeah, and it's a tough balance, right? Because like you, we do say that you know. Uh, Brennan and I were actually, uh, Brennan Mulligan, a guy on my Herald team, Namaste, we were having this conversation uh, when we were driving uh, of of like, it's weird because you're go- you want improv scenes to feel natural, but at the same time, it's inherently unnatural. Right, you right. Know? And like, um, I, I went on a tirade for, for a couple months as a coach of like, <laughs> uh, we got to stop improv chair throwing. Because <laughs> like, how many times in your real life have you ever thrown a chair? Right, you know right, what I mean. Right. Like, it's a t- it's a delicate balance of wanting to be direct, but also really dealing realistically with what you have. That's yeah. an interesting point, like the the chair throwing. Because if we're if we're going to say that, like, use all of the emotions that mm-hmm. you're feeling while you're on stage. Uh, for someone who hasn't performed as often, a lot of the emotions they're experiencing on stage is nervousness, franticness, mm-hmm. craziness, and I imagine that's why a lot of chairs get destroyed mm-hmm. in many improv theaters. Oh like and they're playing with extremities, black and white. Exactly. But re- life is not about black and white. Yeah. Life is gray. But it's like a legitimate emotion that they're feeling, these nerves. So it, do you think that that's something you just need to really like work through and just be like, I'm going to do a bunch of nervous scenes until I don't feel this anymore? I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It's 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 hard. I think like it's it's hard to... It can feel like driving, you know what I mean? I, which is this terrible analogy because I can't drive. I don't know how to drive. But it's the best really? way that I've heard it described. No, okay. I don't know how to drive. Have you um, tried? No, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I drove in a. <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> Clearly, it didn't go well. Well, I actually I drove in an independent movie that I was in, but nice. I had no license. I had no learner's permit. Um, I saw that movie. You played the famous race car driver, Danica yeah, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. You were really good in that <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Uh, and I was also Senna. <laughs> you were both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Right. It was uh, yeah, it was it was tough, but uh, it was my clumps moment. But um, <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, the race car, uh, Chet Siegel in the clumps, the race car movie. Clumps, the race car movie. But um, 
like you're, you're dealing with a lot of different things. You know, you're handling your uh, – when you first start driving, at least this is how I felt when I was in a car for the first time, was like, oh, my God, I've got to uh, deal with the steering wheel. I've got to deal with the pedal. I've got, like, a gear shift thing. I've got, like, a little a mirror up to my uh, – above me, the rear view thing. I've got, like, all these different things I'm trying to juggle. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to have faith that they're not going to feel like isolated movements. They're yeah. all going to bleed in together. Like, right. the intensity of emotion is one thing you're worried about. Like, your scene partner and how you're affecting them, your environment, all of these different things. And like soon it'll all bleed into one. But at first it can feel like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with all of these dials independently. Yeah, but, they'll, sure. but they'll be seamless. Totally. I hope as someone who doesn't drive, I hope it'll feel like improvising. No, no, I, I, th- I think any veteran, real, like people who have been around 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. the old vets, they'll say they don't think at all when they're playing. They don't think. Yeah. They're just going for it. It's it's because they know how to drive a car already. It's like yeah. you drive. You don't think about driving. You right. Do it. It's adjacency. Like, it's like, if this is true, what else is true? I mean, like, yeah, you want to be emotionally truthful. Like, yeah, I'm feeling this. I want to I wanna express this. But sure. it's like, an improv scene when you start can be anything. And you're literally whittling it down. You're closing doors a little bit. Like, yeah, figuring right. out what this could be. Like, you're you're slowly, this is, this is gaining, this is creating a shape. And like, the 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 way in which you, that new choices reverberate off the ones you've already made in the scene start mm-hmm. to shape it and start to I guess temper that like oh my god I've got this like huge rush of anxiety it's like well but I'm a you know I've got this like physicality or I've got like this I'm in this environment like I'm in a sound studio where I can hear everything really quietly uh-huh. so like I am feeling like a rush of emotion but I'm tempered by my environment like those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seated here with Chet Siegel. That's Chet Siegel. <laughs> oh my God! Because <laughs> we mentioned your name before. Oh, Lord of Mercy! <laughs> we mentioned the. Uh, we mentioned the just uh, slide into that puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at segues. I just go to my sections <laughs> and I start them. Oh my God! Um, yeah, uh, uh, when, you, when, you, when, you, when she's not in independent race car movies, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. you can see her perform um, uh, at UCB with her Herald team, Namaste. Mm-hmm. I always get the wrong Namaste. Uh, yeah, however your soul Namasties. feels. Namasties. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, The Magnet with their, with their team, The Boss. Uh, she also plays with The Weave, Kiss Punch Poem, and the Armando Diaz Experience at The Magnet, as well as various other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also You can also see her with her sketch team, The Misses. And uh, you can also see her write and direct video content for guyism.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm in them, too. If and, you curious what my face looks like. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to see her face, curious. or if you just want to see her voice, just keep listening. Yeah. 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 You can... And uh, speaking of her voice, you can also hear her featured on the Truth mm-hmm. Podcast regularly. Fantastic. So you have all sorts of audio-visual options of which to, which to intake. <laughs> um, not only that, she's also a faculty member of the Magnet Theater. Yeah. Uh, recently, I've come to know that she doesn't teach level one. Now she teaches level two. Yep. In addition yep. to level one. So I think I'm a gap to... filler. Uh, I gap like, filler. yeah, I'll teach anything. <laughs> and <right>. anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a challenge? Uh, so, uh, uh, going back to what you said before mm-hmm. the intro, uh, how when you say lines, it begins to limit what your scene can be about. Um, do you? I, I hear that a lot from people who play slow. Uh, do you consider yourself someone who prefers slow play? That's tough because I play on. I think like the slowest, most patient team at the Magnet. Mm-hmm. I guess um, the boss, and then I also play on a really, really fast team. Namaste. Like we're, I think we're among the faster Herald teams in terms of like rapid fire play. Absolutely. But I wouldn't say that like I'm playing differently wherever I am. I think it's uh, it, it's just a matter of like 
if you're thinking of all the possible choices you could ever make, it's daunting. Like man is condemned to freedom. And so I find it helpful to like just like push one thing over and see what else it knocks down, you know, kind of thing. Like I make – it's just so much easier for me to let one choice dictate the next and feel like it's flowing. Otherwise, like it's that difference between like discovery and invention, you know. Like I don't want to feel like I'm pulling stuff into this scene. I want to feel like I'm moving through it. So I don't know if that makes sense as opposed to it limiting. Can you give us an example of something that would be discovery rather than invention? Yeah. It's like – hmm. It's – Oh, this is tough. It's it's yeah, kind it's question. it's kind of it's kind of like the move. You can feel when you're making a statement. You can feel it as an audience member and as an improviser when you're like, "Oh, this statement wasn't a hundred percent earned. This feels like a huge bomb of information." You right, know what I mean? right. This is coming from outside the scene. Yeah, I it's, guess it's like outside scene moves right. as opposed to inside scene moves. Yeah, like the classic move when the scene is tanking that someone's like, "Will you marry me?" It's you like, know, what? it's like, yeah, that that you didn't. I'm your earn teacher. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like what? Or maybe I can bring it back. Uh, inventing is related to fear on stage, and discovery yeah. is related to fearlessness. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Wow, we are can really I get big with that. Paving some ground. Yeah, here. look, I know when I discover, I feel it just pretty, pretty much the way you feel it is you're talking. You're like, what? These words are perfect. Where do they come from? You know, like, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Inventions versus like, man, what's? Uh, I'll just say this thing. Well, that's invention. yeah. To use this conversation as an example, like right now we're talking about um, like how it feels to be in an improv scene. If all of a sudden I start talking about like um i don't know uh what i was like in middle school like that's mm. coming out of no i'm pulling something from, <laughs> from out of nowhere as opposed to like moving through this conversation and hitting right. things i think um oh god i, I feel like a big old dum-dum for not remembering this but somebody said that when you're in an improv scene uh when you're when you're in an improv show you're kind of like you're going up a staircase okay. and you're placing a lot of big breakable objects on it on your way up and then the second half of the piece you're just free falling and hitting those things on your way down interesting i said that you said that (laughs) oh i'm such a big dumb dumb. my host said it that's funny and also i added that when you go down those steps it's usually on a slide Oh, right, right, That's just right. a personal oh, thing. Oh, I forget everything. <laughs> so what's that like? Because I know the boss. Well, I've seen you guys mm-hmm. play for a few years. And yeah, you guys are very patient how you play. And and you you approach your set open form. You just go and see how it flows. Yeah, right? I mean, we've we've done a lot of things. You know, we've had, we've had really set forms. Like we've done the Jazz Freddy. Right. Uh, we've done um, we've done montages. We've done mono scenes. But uh, right now, I think we're really having fun with just starting with a, with a with a kind of a group scene and then seeing what happens, like whether it's like a tag piece, whether it's we may have three scenes in a show, we may have nine, we may have one, you know, yeah. like it's just really following what we find interesting. And so like, you're improvising the form. Yeah. It's like, what is this? What do these people need? You know, what does this world mm-hmm. need? Yeah. And uh, but then going back, you play with with Namaste, which mm-hmm. is uh, Harold. Oh uh, yeah, Harold. And well, what do you guys do? Pattern game opening? Are you used we to? right now we do a premise keeper. Prem- oh, okay. Which is super fun. So we yeah. we do a little bit of a um, a little bit of a pattern game until we get like a premise that we find right. interesting, and then we see uh, we jump into a scene, and so we see a first beat, our first first beat, and then we edit with a sweep, and then we do another some more. We pick up again with the pattern right. game until we get another premise and do that. We do that for our first three scenes, and then we do. Uh, we're trying to have like somewhat of an organic start for our two group games. Cool. Just because these are very like, there's such a huge energy coming off of premise keepers. Like we're trying to combat it a little bit and like really, you know, tune into each other and organics help that. And I remember you meant, so, so do you, does that feel the same when you play with Namaste versus playing with Namaste versus playing with the boss when you improvise just moment to moment or, or, you know, different headspace when you play with both teams? 
I mean, you're serving a form. I mean, every time you're serving a form, like I'm, you know, when I'm doing the Herald, I'm trying to think about, um, I'm trying to think about, you know, how I can keep up with these things. But like in terms of what makes a good scene for Namaste versus what makes a good scene for the boss or what makes a good scene for the weave or Kiss Bunch Poem, I don't think it's all that different. I mean, I know that for the Herald, like we've got to pace ourselves differently, right. you know, and because like there's a lot of aggressive, you know, we're all really aggressive, young, uh, let's go for it kind of guys. Um <laughs> I, I I sometimes like make a conscious effort, you know. I have to think more consciously in my first beats to hold back with Namaste, like because we got, we got to let them breathe because we all love right. each other so much. We want to jump in and play with these ideas. That's one of the things we're working on right now. Create, creating a base, right? creating a to play good base, of. yeah. yeah. With the boss, it's also it's it's a little bit the opposite. It's like great. I could sit with these guys. I could watch Charlie Whitcroft like improv eat a sandwich for a fucking hour, you know, yeah, like because the yeah. man is and, and I have and I've loved it and <laughs> cried. But um, you know, with them, I I feel like. Uh, oh, it's great! Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust my impulses a little bit more. Right, like I'm right. gonna be a little more impulsive, just because I know that we've we've got the legs for that sort of stuff. Awesome! Very cool! Very cool! Yeah. Um, also, with the two scene, um, uh, if you play, uh, um, sorry, I'm lost for a second. Uh, when you, <laughs> this is kind of a big jump somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to hear your opinion on like uh, finding and playing a game in your scene work. You know what mm. I mean? I mean, do you uh, do you consciously think about that when you play with the boss or when you play with with when you do heralds uh, with, with Namaste? Great question. That is a great question. You know what? To be honest, because uh, um, playing at UCB is a newer thing for me. Right. I have been thinking more consciously about playing game, and as particularly when I'm with Namaste. Just because I know that's something that, like, we, you know, our director talks about, you know, um, and our different coaches. Um, and in terms of trying to figure out what it is, I mean, it's just like a, a sharp moment. I mean, game is so many things. Like, mm. I think a good scene anywhere at any theater is the same. You right, know, absolutely. They do have game. They do have a great environment. They do have a good base reality. They have very strong characters. And I think, like character is game to an extent you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's not just that it's like the way that this behavior and this point of view hits it's hits the world it's in Mm -hmm. and so it's like i look for a big thesis statement of why you're behaving a certain way or why i'm behaving a certain way and how it's affecting the world and that's like to me the game Mm -hmm. thesis of behavior and how it affects the world it's like it's not just like erratic behavior is erratic like crazy wacky behavior is just crazy wacky behavior if we figure out why we're doing it then it's playable yeah. and then it becomes a game because you can play with it. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Like that just makes sense to me. Um, but yeah. I love asking people that because everyone explains it totally differently. Like I just I did a workshop. Did right. No, no, it was, it's wonderful <laughs> because it just goes to show you how, how really wide open that is. You know what I mean? And, and, mm-hmm. and I think it's a way every improviser processes it their own way. You know, yeah. like I've heard it described as like, Oh, all game is really is just an awareness. Just know what's going on with something, when something, creeps at you and says what is this just realize aware of that be aware of that hmm. that's it you know yeah. and then sort of realize what's going on and maybe if a pattern springs up that's the game you don't have to call it. it's just an awareness mm-hmm. you know when maybe some people come think about it very writer very writerly like mm-hmm. where they can identify what is immediately and they can already write ahead what's about to become you know there's players like that you know totally but like it's just interesting to hear different takes on game because I can describe game three or four different ways too. Totally, you know? I think like for me, that's just the way that makes the most sense for me. And like yeah. I'm trying to think about it more just because I've been I've I've been spending more time at UCB and seeing their shows and like and and trying to recognize sometimes you know what 
what it has, I think when you realize what works in a scene, it's like, oh, that's the game. Like how we're all being able, like this thing that's, that the scene is about that we're all able to interact with in a way, you know? I mean, I think like the more you do, the more you improvise, the more specific things become. Like it's such an abstract art form, you know? Like it's not like we don't have paintbrushes, you know? Like we're all making stuff up and it's all silly voices and (laughs) farts and like it's, (laughs) and so it's like, it's, you really, I think as you go through it, have different relationships with all the different terms. Yeah, know? absolutely. People can describe games as to what relationship they have with anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the relationship with X? What's the relationship with Y? What's the relationship with Z? Those are three different games. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. what uh, on on that note, then um, when you do a, 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 a herald, what? How do you approach? How do you attack a second beat? Mm. A second beat. I. Um, What's interesting because right now I'm teaching I'm teaching second beats. Is it um, in level two? Yeah, yeah. Teaching second beats and third beats. You know, giving giving them a taste of third beats and oh. um, teaching them third, second uh, beats. Really, I I want to see the world get bigger. Mm, right. I want to see how this point of view that we've like, you know, it's it's kind of like cleanup. You know what I mean? Like we're <laughs> we're figuring out what's happening in that first beat. It's a little bit investigative. Like we're 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 we've got like our our reality and our base relationships and whatnot. But like we figured out that thing that makes the scene tick and now we want to clean it up and focus on it. We want things to become into a sharper contrast in that second beat while also learning more about this world. Nice. So could you say like the first beat would be like finding a, a diamond in the in the like dust and then the second beat is like cleaning it up and like yeah. polishing it yeah, and sharpening totally. it. Yeah, totally. Cutting it. You know, and you're cutting it. You know, like we found we found it. Now we're we're cutting it. And the third beat is when you kill the green monster with it. Yes, yes, yes. And as you kill, because it's like diamonds are the sharpest <laughs> tools, obviously. And, and the hardest material known to man. Exactly. Yeah, so, people, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of things. Like, I um, I had a teacher at I.O. because I did the I.O. Summer Intensive was my mm. first experience of improv. Oh, no way. Are you from oh, Chicago? Wow. No. I just wanted to do so badly. I uh, I loved comedy in high school. Like that was my my first big like. Uh, I mean, I had watched a lot of comedy, and I I loved entertaining adults. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because like I didn't have any fucking friends. Yeah. Adults are good audiences. They are kid. so. Oh, there was. Oh, look at this precocious little girl. Little vocabulary, right? You know. Uh, yes, that's how the adults spoke in West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> at the ball. I yes. Know. All these. Yeah. But uh, like that. Uh, that was fun to me. Like getting holding someone's attention and like being able to feel them go you know kind of thing yeah. and go from you and come back and what what makes it horribly manipulated <laughs> little child it was yeah but, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but there's a the truth in that no, but we, what a I monster think we've all done that. What, I, I did that exactly yeah. like what a monster but um it, it's it like in, then right after i did my i did my homework in high school of like oh where where the fuck are all these second city you know what is second city what where, right. where are all these where's gilda from like right. i love gilda i've memorized all her bits like where the fuck did, did she come from and they all came from chicago like they right. just sprouted out of um uh out of you know the university of chicago in 1955 and created right. the compass players like so i was like well i gotta get the fuck to chicago so right after i graduated i didn't get into university of chicago oh. which was like the biggest heartbreak oh, no. my oh. first huge failure which is like oh please <laughs> like poor girl uh this is not a big problem but um so i went i just like moved to chicago three days after high school and like tried to take classes and i was 17 and the only place that would take me was io 
Wow. Because Second City, you, you have to be 19. Did you graduate or to take early? A teen class. No, I just have a summer birthday. Oh, cool. August so 31st. Yeah. You, without without no without going to college, just went to Chicago taking prep class. Oh, I, I was I'd gotten into I'd gotten into um I'd gotten into Sarah Lawrence College where I ended up going. Oh. And I was like, great, I'm gonna stay there for just long enough to transfer, <laughs> <laughs> and get the hell out and go I'd go to Chicago, and that never worked out. And I went to the Magnet. It was great. Very but, cool. Um, Happened for a reason. Yeah, it did. I'd like to think so, maybe. Um, to teach me hubris, um, <laughs> but I I, uh, th- I had a teacher to go back to it at I O and Subintensive, which is a great program and everyone should do. Even if you've never done improv and you're just curious, it really died. It's like a total immersion. Yeah. Um, and it's five weeks long. And um, Piero Procaccini, who I is a friend of mine now, and I know is having an improv book is going to come out soon. Ah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but I'm so excited to read it. But it's like you're uh, taking a sheet of rice paper and uh, you're. F- you know, your ink is that opening. You've, you've developed all this stuff. You've, you've taken all this information and now you place three drops, three disparate drops of, of ink on this rice paper. And then you just watch them bleed into each other. And when they've all bled together, that's the end. You're at the end of the Herald. Nice. And I was like, Oh, how's fucking Zen. Wow. That you know? is so zen. Isn't that beautiful? It really is. Yeah. And it's like, you want to see this grow. You want to make one choice. And I, that's what I, that's what, that's what I think I mean about discovery versus invention is you really yeah. are making all the choices go through the first and like, uh, you're just letting it all, all flow out. Very cool, yeah. Super Gaia, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I think the UCB book has a similar description of that. Yeah, I think they about do. Paint dropping or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, and Pierre, he comes in town every few months. I think he directs the Second City. Yes, he review, does. Right? He yeah. does. He's so great. You should get him he, if you ever can. I, I, we're gonna try. I know he teaches workshops. He taught workshops, I think, last year around Herald auditions to help with that kind of stuff. Oh God, bless I hear him. nothing but great things. About he was him. the best improv teacher. Really, I, yeah. I've heard that from several Blowing. people. I I'm think, intrigued. yeah. I remember, like, I we were once at a diner, and I was, like, making fun of some drunk people. Salt and pepper diner? No. Oh. No, it was somewhere else, actually. But I but I do love that salt and pepper. I, I think it's gone. I think it's gone. It's a salt and pepper diner. It's next to the I.O. Well, I was moving, I think, too. Oh. Oh, yeah. They're moving, they're moving away from Wrigley Field. Yeah. Right? They're renovating yeah. that whole area. I think they're turning that whole thing into, like, a mall. Oh. An improv I don't know. mall? I, that may just be, like, the <laughs> angsty 90s movie version of what's happening. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're turning it into a mall. But, um... <laughs> The man's taking over and turning it, into a bunch of DK and Ys. Exactly. But like I made like a dumb I was making fun of someone, like uh at uh at the diner, like some drunk kids who were pointing to things. And like I just like kinda went all out in my impression of it. And I guess I'd been like a little bit closed in class because I was like nervous <laughs> and a young baby and um he was like, Do that again and I was like, Okay and I did it and I was like, Oh, but I was kind of embarrassed. He was like, No, no, go as full as you did. And and that, that was he was like you gotta you gotta do that when you're in a scene you gotta be reacting and like doing that like you gotta really let things go you can't hold it in like we don't want to see a distilled version like let it go and that was it's so weird that he's I'm thinking about that but that really was like the most helpful improv note I ever got and it was wow. at a diner making fun of drunk kids in when, you were, when you were 17 years yeah. old wow that was super impressive Piero you really should come on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah please stop emailing us we'll email you. <laughs> uh, just kidding, of course. Uh, yeah, I think all it three does... of our listeners chuckled at that one. They like that one. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think there is like a, a certain openness that you have to have. Yeah. Like to, it opens your senses as well when you're not like holding mm-hmm. back. And there is so much information in that first line, no matter what the first line is, mm-hmm. that you can disseminate from. You know, like uh, I guess an example would be like if I was like, "Don't you take that chicken wing." What can we disseminate from that line? 
it's like, oh, but daddy's not going to come, you know? Like, we don't have to, I don't understand why we got to always save food for daddy, and then daddy never comes. <laughs> and then we just got a lot of cold food. All right, so cool. Like, you, you created this character of the daddy, and that does make sense because... Right away, I see a world of a, of, of a mother and daughter <laughs> wanting their father to come home. He's probably been gone for six years at this oh point. God, and that's what you got he from the first the line? Well, that's what I got from the second line. <laughs> the first line was just being sassy about chicken wing, but that's how a scene should start. Don't uh-huh. overload it. Relax. Let the let the let the let the droplet hit the rice yeah, paper. Yeah, totally. And then slowly let it spread. But yeah, but from the second line then, uh, which is the very opening of the scene, mm-hmm. you were able to disseminate that there was this sense of like uh, I don't know, kind of like long, saving it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For you wanted to save that way. I can't have chicken. it. Why? Like yeah. I think like uh, I think Armando said this when I was co-teaching with him when I started teaching level one was like uh, your scene is gonna going to ask, you know, a lot of things are going to come up in your scene that are going to raise questions. Mm-hmm. You know, there are going to be a lot of questions that your scene raises that we want to see answered. Nice. Yeah. We yeah, want to nice. figure some stuff out. And I think you, you introduced enough information, but it wasn't invention. It was just discovery. You know what I mean? Well, you done sucked my dick dry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do declare. <laughs> uh, also, for the listeners, Armando's Armando Diaz, the owner, one of the co-owners of the Magnet. Go. And uh, a longtime super improv veteran. Yeah. yeah, that's why I went to the Magnet originally. Like yeah, when I was at I.O. and I was watching all the shows and like was in it was like my summer camp and I was so fucking obsessed. <laughs> um, I talked to one of the um, Improvised Shakespeare guys because the Improvised yeah. Shakespeare Company performs there. That's like their landmark. That's uh, it's one of their landmark shows. And um, they were like, follow Armando. Oh, yeah. Just and he was my he level. Goes. Go where Armando goes. And he was my level one teacher. Cool. And I looked out. The man is a genius. Yeah, yeah, he's very. I've had. I've been lucky enough to have him for a few classes. He's very wise. He's so good at saying only what he needs to say. Yep. And like I've learned, I've been so lucky that like I took his coaching class. That's how I learned to coach. And I got to co-teach with him, and he taught me how to teach improv. And like mm-hmm. that was incredible to watch him like know how to let people. They'll fi- you're gonna figure stuff out doing it. You don't need to tell people certain right. things. Like certain things will just get in their way. It's amazing what people will do naturally. No, absolutely. It's going back to getting rid of all those nerves, right? Oh, man. Getting rid of all the fear. Getting rid of it. Totally. Or following it or getting just more relaxed, you know? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Less is more. I could codify it in a million different phrases. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so this leads to the most important question. What were you like in middle school? Oh, my God. I'm joking. I'm joking. Sweaty. <laughs> sweaty. I was uh, so sweaty. So what, uh, what are you thinking of now when you're improvising? What, what do you, Are you thinking of game because you've been on that Herald team most recently? Or what are you thinking in your head? I'm trying to, like, focus on everything that's happening. You know, like, I'm really trying to stay. I, I have, like, a I got to stay. I got to be conscious not to watch the scene and be in the scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, you're just like driving, you're just watching the road. You're driving that car. I'm trying to, yeah, watch the road. <laughs> <laughs> and this non-driver is <laughs> But yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm really just trying to like, how do I stay here, react as me? It's like my character choice is my lens, mm-hmm. right? I'm just seeing, I'm trying to see everything through my lens or like right. I'm a funnel. Like I'm funneling everything that's happening in the scene through 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 me like i'm trying to i'm trying to exist while at the same time like you know share focus mm-hmm. cool so character pov mm-hmm. character lens and how you can re- and then through a really strong complete character lens you can respond to anything yes and through your lens i never get lost yeah yeah i feel like i'm never lost if i know who i am then when, once i know who i am like that's the first thing for me like that's the most important thing are, is i gotta know right? who i am i gotta like have something for me 
uh, to do, I, and then and then I can start to really hone in on like lock into to you guys. Totally. You know, and you is know. your point of view just a feeling that you have, or do you actually verbalize? Oh, I'm the lady who will always try to hit on you, or like. See, what's... it's it's an interesting. It's like what I believe. You okay. know what I mean? So it's like, um, and and this is like a fun thing when you're when you're starting on improvising is like. You know, you you. It's like, oh, I'm an angry mom. It's like, well, angry mom doesn't think she's an angry mom. She's trying to keep you from killing yourself. So it's like, what am I trying to do? You know what I mean? That's my point of view. It's like what I'm trying to actively con- convey. I think like what I'm. What do I want? What am I? Your objective. What do I believe? Yeah, sort of, sort of. I mean, I come from an acting background, so like that yeah, sort right. of like stupid acting bullshit will bubble into me sometimes. But like, <laughs> but I think like it is. It is helpful. <laughs> you don't think it's helpful? I think. It's incredibly helpful yeah, yeah. drop a deuce on all of you called you out oh, yeah. and then the deuce slowly drips and it becomes <laughs> a herald you let the feces it. run the feces run it becomes the set your character oh, becomes complete yeah as his motivations and wants are clearly defined but yeah like i think that's the point of view it's like what kind of person are you? what do you believe what's your thesis statement like if you say i think or i am it's like great those sentences that come out of your mouth are gold because it's like that repeat that that's that's who you are Let's come up with a thesis statement for Brad's sassy mom chicken wings character. Oh, okay, great, great. All right, so say the line again. Uh, f- oh, fuck. Um, do not um, was it? Do not have that. Oh wing? yeah, don't eat. I don't want you eating that chicken wing. I want you eating that chicken wing. Okay. Yeah, just so, so now, playful. Now, in order for her to to or Brad's character to fill in that POV, he needs to know why you said that. And then how that relates to what you believe, right? And it, why why you why I guess you believe that? I mean, oh, it's such a weird thing because I I I always I, I'm it's weird because I'm teaching a class and I feel like a lot of times I'll see things through the lens of like whatever students I'm working with or groups I'm coaching right now. Of course, but um, like. I'm I'm I don't want my kids my kids they're fucking adults my flock but like, tiny children babies. improviser students my little babies but um <laughs> I don't want them to like sometimes they'll shackle themselves to their initiation right and like the initiation is the diving board right okay. and like the scene is the pool so it's like okay. your third line is almost more important you know what I mean right. it's like it's like how do you respond to how do you how does like me saying um you know well I don't know why we always wait for daddy like daddy's not gonna come we're just gonna waste food like how does that make your mommy feel mm-hmm. so it's so it's just it's just let's get things started things are more um painted in our scene mm-hmm. and now it's time for me to react to that mm-hmm. and then nine times out of ten that will be some sort of a philosophy statement yeah it's right? like how does your point of view interact how, how do you interact with your world you know what mm-hmm. i mean like what what is that and that's like a point of view brad can i put you in the spot go ahead baby all right so let's do your line okay i don't want you eating that chicken wing Maybe throw it back but in. i don't i don't know why we always say food for daddy like i don't think daddy's gonna come He's going to come back, and when he comes back, I want that chicken wing and everything in the house ready for him. Okay, there you go. Great. So there's a want. Perfect. I want this place ready for Father's return. Yeah. Right? Like, bad things may happen, but we got to be ready for the good things, or the good things won't happen. Oh, that's... That's even broader. <laughs> yeah. Because you know I, mean? like, I think if we make things so narrow, it's like um, my, lo- my my level two students, sometimes when they're like, uh, it's like, oh, great, um, I, uh, I really don't like when... Uh, when when she uh, oh god what is it like you can make they make the thing that makes your character go too specific you know mm, what I mean okay you know what I mean like like what gets your character like off or whatever you know what I mean like it's like she likes if if it's just about daddy like mm-hmm. your character should be able to exist in any context and it's just still that person just as like we're people it, right? yeah you yeah, gotta make okay. it give yourself freedom to move in 
Right, because if the whole scene, I was like, all right, now go go clean the curtains because when daddy gets home, I want everything clean and uh, make sure your dress looks mm-hmm. nice, even though it's Thursday at midnight, because if daddy comes home, that's so specific. What, do you, what else are we going to play? We're strangling it's, this game a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not about daddy. No. That's just uh, the example of your character that's motivation. That's one is. of the things. You had to rip right. it apart. What's the greater meaning of this? Or shall I say, if then, then what mm-hmm. is also applicable to that? Yeah. So if that's true, then what else does that mean about your character? Exactly. That's right? just one of the yeah. highways, and we're just on a specific turnpike. Exactly. <laughs> so t- Did you put on your clean sleeping underwear? <laughs> if there's a fire in the middle of the night, you know. Like last time. Exactly. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen. You One of those firemen could be the men of your dreams. It could be. And you got to be wearing clean panties. You know, like whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Like nice. she needs to be ready. Like things are bad, but they will be great soon. Interesting. Yeah. You know? And then that POV is flushed. All of a sudden cut. Boom. Put her anywhere. Exactly. Put her in the middle of a drill sergeant military situation. Right. I was thinking of that too, actually. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, she could be a nurse. We, she could be anywhere. Yeah. And so we know we know how she's yeah. going to behave. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to be sexist and make yeah. this woman. She be a nurse. She can be <laughs> like an elementary woman school nurse. teacher. <laughs> yeah. uh, cab driver in New York City. Exactly. <laughs> like your your characters should be people. They sh- in the sense that they are not tethered to a person or a circumstance. Mm. There should be literally no wrong place we can bring anyone. You know mm. what I mean? Like, when you start getting into like, oh, that was a wrong move because my, my character really needed to be at a cemetery in that second beat. You right. know? It's like, right. how could it really, this thing we made up really need something? Yeah. That, that to me says that you have a pattern and not a game. Yeah, pat- game is pattern too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think game is just an umbrella term. It's like, the, right. it's, it's, we're just figuring, we're still all figuring out how to talk about improv, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to constantly though- evolve. Yeah, what you're saying. I do think there are cases where there's a pattern, that, but there's no game. You know, yeah, pattern, totally. Just empty, flat play. That's not necessarily a game. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, like if every time somebody comes in, they got to walk around the table. You know, that's a flat pattern. You yeah. know what I mean? If it's unjustified, and no, one, and no one talks about it, just like we've got this table right in front of the front door. You yeah. know, like that's that's a that's one that's one way to deal with it. That that's an answer that was never. That's a question that was never answered. Exactly. Yeah, we don't have a answer. why there. Um, you know, you know, I just kind of, while we're talking about it, I love. I think a great way for us as improvisers to see great full flesh characters is by looking at our grandparents, you know, or like our grand aunts or grand uncles. Cool. Because I I think older, I know when we'll get there too, I think older people just don't give a shit about putting up appearances anymore. Exactly. They're just raw, they're just raw, honest opinion people. So if you want to see, like, uh, if you just want to see your grandparents how they interact with people, that's a real character. And you can tell they're all very specific. And it's usually hilarious of some sort. Yeah. That, that's why or telling, a real prick. Or a real prick. <laughs> that's why telling stories about your grandparents is so common. Uh, my granddad did this. Oh my, my grandma God, did yeah. that. It's that's because true. they're raw characters. They are. In reality. And us as younger improvisers, all defenses, we're just trying to recreate that kind mm. of. But that's where we're all headed. <laughs> to death. Yeah. <laughs> Marching Hopefully. jollily along. I'm going to die young. Driving. <laughs> if I'm at the wheel, I'm at the wheel. <laughs> you will. I blacked out once at home when I was driving a go kart, and I was like 11 or something. Oh, no. the, the G forces. Or... I don't know what the I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. I was driving a go kart in the least safe go kart area ever. Uh, by the way, no guardrails, like next to a goddamn unprotected highway. Like it was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so then you just came out. Yeah, it was. It's actually in Baltimore where my mom's from. Like visiting yeah. her. Like not. You know those people in your family that aren't your cousins, but like are friends, like your mom's yeah. friends' kids. Yeah. Quote unquote cousins. Like, yeah, yeah, quote unquote cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The quote unquote. The ones you can't Aunt take Nelly. a bath with. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those. But do anyway, or is that just me? Yeah. 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 Oh God. But yeah, I blacked out and just ended up like I was doing the go kart, and then all of a sudden, just like was in a field, the field between the go kart 
uh, track and the highway Jesus. doing donuts like because I just like, like a froze. fucking badass I don't yeah. know and then my uh, my mom's best friend's husband like ran out and jumped onto the go-kart and that is... <laughs> had to make me stop what a badass that's great yeah no that's just I blacked out and was a threat to myself and <laughs> I meant, he was a badass yeah he was a badass he's a badass yeah, yeah. yeah. that was really cool stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. good job so that's how I feel like in improv scenes I just straight black out and then they'll find me at, at the bar you know doing donuts <laughs> <laughs> like Brad we missed you during the second the third beats the Harold. Where were you? Right, right. <laughs> You're just like sleeping on the back line. Uh, yeah, very cool, very cool. It was too exciting or something. I don't know why that yeah. would happen. But it does happen like that. I don't know. Like sometimes good improv scenes, you just disappear for a little while. Yeah. It really is amazing if you can find that. It's like somewhere in the room, somewhere, the most brilliant scene is available to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and it's always just it's described several times as far as like there's the. Like, like, you're not looking, you just do it, you're just driving, mm-hmm. you're going back to the drive metaphor, and it's just moment to moment, and then a great scene. That we all the, get. We all get. We all get it. And essentially, the only metaphor driving. is that you look at a scene through a rear, a rear view mirror, as mm-hmm. Ian Roberts says. Mm-hmm. He's like, a great scene is moment to moment, you're just building it brick by brick, and then when you're done, you look back, oh, that was a good scene we just did. And that's you what the rear view mirror is for. It's like, oh, it. great. That was a good turn I yeah. made, right? It's like, <laughs> really good left turn I just did. Yeah. Speaking of... A rear view mirror can be used for various things. Right. You're driving a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, you can also <laughs> use it for makeup. Uh, John Stone has a quote, and I love this, is that an improv scene is walking backwards. Ah. And so you're walking backwards, and you can see what you have done. And I guess that would be what the mm-hmm. uh, discovery would be rather than invention. Totally. It's only real till you make it there. Because mm-hmm. we're just two two guys probably in flannel against a black in a black <laughs> box with uh, two shitty chairs that have probably seen better days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that have been thrown to and fro. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, is it time? It's time. It's time. Oh my you god! Wanna... For what? <laughs> we it's are gonna. Time. We brought the ritual. We're gonna go downstairs. We're gonna make you drive. <laughs> That's what we brought you here for. That's what I want to do. Drive in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to do. I feel you. I'm going out to LA and I'm getting a stick shift car, but I don't know how to drive stick shift. Oh my shift. god, that was the car I had to fucking drive in the movie. What? It was That's so, so difficult. stupid. That's it crazy. was stupid. It was stupid. I reeked of whatever it is that you reek of when you're done ruining a car with a stick shift, like the brakes, Inside. the clutch, uh, whatever wing. it is. Yeah, the chicken wing. Oh, Ugh. <laughs> that car would smoke when I got out of it. It's like, oh, Yikes. fuck. Well, it might have just been a shitty car there. Yeah, yeah, have. that too. Um, okay. First off, so, do you do an opening? Do you guys do you prefer openings or like premise keepers, or do you prefer organic play? We had, yeah, we had John Timothy and we did oh, real yeah. premise keepers. We can try to do it, but we had Lewis on, you know, and then we just did Word into a set, you know. What so, did he? You got a suggestion of Word and just went in. Went into it, yeah. I mean, I uh, we, Namaste used to do back to back openings. What's back to back opening? Like we would start. Stand it was, back it was back super silly. Crossed. It was so like silly. That. It was like kind of quick draw. You. We only did it for a couple <laughs> weeks, but it was really helpful. Like we would. Uh, uh, we'd, we'd, we'd go back to back. We'd take a couple steps away from each other and then we'd look at each other, take each other in and then we'd speak in the scene. Cool. Um, but I, I, I guess, um, I'd rather not do premise keepers. That might be hard on a podcast. Set, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 With all the, the mics and stuff. But yeah, yeah, like I think word and go in. Why not? Sure. Let's do it. All right. I've got my very famous suggestifier app, an app on my phone that gives really? me words. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's got, you can rip it apart here. Like do that. It gives you all these things I can give you. Interview question, genre, mm-hmm. object, character. Here, let's do simple word. And our word <laughs> is... For simple play. Uh, let's do a different <laughs> one. Simple play. What was it? What was the uh, first? Can. Can. Can? K-A-N. Can. It says rule. Uh, it's changed. Well, show it to <laughs> oh, it, it does. It does like strobe into new words. But uh, yeah. I heard can, can. from the phone. Thank we you. heard can. Thank, Thank you, can. can. Thank, Thank you, can. you. Thank you, phone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Ah, uh, there. The toilet's clogged. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the landlord. Uh, I, it's been clogged for a while. Okay. And uh, I do, like, I've been unclogging it, but it needs, some, it needs like, Drano. No. Sorry, I just learned that. You really can't put Drano in. It turns your, it turns the ceramic in a toilet into, like, it just eats it. Oh, yeah? It's or, the, read the bottle. It's, like, the only thing, not the only thing you can't do on Drano. <laughs> but, oh. um, yeah, it'll, you get a plunger. Okay. I try, okay. Not that I, I don't want to tell you how to live your uh, life no, now, no, you know? No, like, no. you're doing, you're doing, it seems like you're doing great. I, I am doing great. Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I guess I should have read, I, I guess I should have bought some more specific, but I'll take it away. I won't put Drano in. Um, yeah, uh, but, uh, what I was going to say is, uh, 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 I wanted to get the landlord to fix it because mm-hmm. it's like a, like I plunge it and plunge it, but there's still something, it's like a, it's, my flesh is broken or something. I don't know what's going on, but I can't, uh, I don't, I don't really have a great relationship with my landlord. No. So, I don't really want to, uh, how was, uh, how was your flight? Uh, oh, well, you know, oh, it was a flight, you know, yeah. it was a flight. It's long. It was long. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just keep getting, I keep getting I, like, I can't sleep, you know, like when I'm traveling the night before. Yeah. No, I can't sleep. Cause I, I feel like I got to get everything in my life in order before I go. Cause like, who knows you could die. You know? Yeah. How's uh how's old Eddie doing? Oh, how's my cousin? He's fine. Yeah. Uh, he, um, well, um. He's uh he's taking some sculpting classes. He's taking, Eddie's taking sculpting classes. Yeah, well he's got to do something. <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, can on the head, fast pace. Eddie's taking sculpting mm-hmm. classes. God, I would never imagine the day he took sculpting classes. Well, well, you're out here for the week. I'm going to show you Hollywood, California. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know I've been I booked the uh, I I got I did uh, commercial a few weeks ago. Oh, I heard that yeah i was background but still what's the uh turnaround for those like when when can we see it out in i mean Connecticut? well it depends it depends uh, if it gets picked up or not it was probably it's like a skep it's like a spec commercial it's like a, a super bowl commercial submission you know for doritos so, so did you book it or is that um or is it more of a hopeful it was a submitted i submitted it like Good i produced it and submitted it but i really hope i can I, I mean, I did book it because I sent the submission in. I haven't heard back yet, but great. Did you call? Um, did you call my friend the the temp? Did you call the temp agency that I, I sent I it? Tried, I tried. I tried. I didn't. It seems like maybe I got the wrong number or something. I think Strange. there's like a payment issue with my phone too. I don't think it's connected at the well, moment. Well, while I'm here, I can you know I can get you hooked up with a phone. I can get you a plan. You know, yeah, you have to do that. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Doing fine. Don't worry maybe about I can it. talk to your landlord. See what we can do about the toilet. Teresa, Teresa, come on in here, honey. Come on in. Okay. Come, come talk to your, your, your sugar daddy, Eddie. I'm not too old to, to talk to my wife. Come on in. Okay, okay. Okay, I, I got you. I know it's our anniversary today, so I, I made you a little present. Oh, you didn't have to. I, well, I wanted to. You didn't have to. I thought we were. I thought we were doing no gifts. We we're just gonna imagine a beautiful image together. Well, I'm gonna give. I have an image plan to give you. Well, I can't wait to receive that image. But yours, yours, sweet as pumpkin pie. So I thought that I would make you a little something. Oh, now 
I feel bad now. I feel bad. Like I misunderstood the rule. I hate when you play these games with me. I love you, but I hate when you play these games where you're like, we're not going to get each other gifts and then you give me a gift. I remember last Christmas, I thought that we were just going to go on a trip together, but you bought me goggles to go snorkeling. Well, I thought that was more of a necessity because how are you going to see all them beautiful fishes of goggles? I got, to unlo- I got to unwrap it and I didn't have anything to give you. So. Oh, fine. What'd you give me? What'd you give me? And then you're going to give me an hour. And me, why, why, why don't I just go out and slip out and get you something? And then we can exchange gifts as per the new instructions for our anniversary. <laughs> well, okay. Well, why don't you just give me that image that you, you, you so thoughtfully have, okay. have, okay. have presented? It's, uh, well, it's kind of a dark one. Okay. Okay. So let, me, let me put on. Let me put on my so, my so, hat. Okay. Put on your hat. Close your eyes. Put on your hat. Put on your vision hat. Close your eyes. Then we cut. We cut to the. We cut to um, Eddie's uh, eye doctor. Um, uh, is this better or worse? Oh, that's better. Uh, better. So A is better than B. Yes, sir. Okay. Is this better or worse? That's better. Is better. Yeah. A. Okay. B. A. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's take a look here. Let me just. Put, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, you your vision did get worse over the past year. Okay. Um, yeah, you're not uh, you're not um, twenty forty. Yeah, let me. Can we can we try to test again? Let me put on my hat. Let me try to put on my hat. Can I also you ask you, doctor? Uh, yes. Hi there. Hey. Hi there. Hey. I hey, just, Teresa. I just, I did good. How you doing, doctor? How you uh, doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 So I got a new picture of your niece. That's nice. I got a new picture of my niece. Niece. Your right. niece. Thought, your niece. Yeah. The little ballerina girl. That's great. Yeah, she got her braces off. That's so nice to see. They smile so big with their teeth when they get their braces off. Yeah, so yeah, I got a question. So if his vision getting bad, how is it going to affect his mind visions? Like when we imagine stuff together, is how's it going to be blurry? What's going to happen? How's it going to affect Give each other mental, visual presents. Yeah, for so. example, for last anniversary, she gave me a uh, a mental a mental present of a uh, of a nice swamp land. She said, "A nice swamp land is where our house used to be, but the nature overtook it and it got back to the beautiful natural swamp, and we was two we was two crocodiles wrestling together in, in the swamp." This actually happened, or is this just in your vision? It's a mind vision. Oh, so mind I wonder, vision. is he gonna be able to see that? Okay, is there a way you can uh, test his mind vision? Well, not if I can do anything about it. <laughs> No, no, no. Of course, He'll, your mind visions will be fine. Although okay. I do recommend maybe seeing a. Um, I was about to. I mentioned you do seeing a different type type, type of doctor because those can be. How often do you guys have these mind visions? Oh, every mm-hmm. major holiday. Every major holiday, you guys have mind visions. Last, last president's Are you guys day, I think in the? <laughs> are you guys in the same mind vision together? Uh, when we want to, you know. Sometimes I like to. Uh, we prefer where we like. Make one and invite the other one into it, but oh, yeah. you know what? Sometimes we sometimes we build it brick by brick I'll, I'll together. Know. Sometimes I give her give last 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 Valentine's Day. I give her my vision of a romantic date with oh, Bill Clinton. Oh, don't you tell him anymore because it's you. not appropriate. Did you say romantic date with Bill Clinton? With Bill Clinton, oh man, <laughs> president from oh, man. several years ago. Oh, not that long, baby. Not it wasn't that, that long. long. He's still <laughs> kicking. He's a vegan now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I learned yeah. a new recipe. Casey Cusover said that. Uh, well, that's killer. We we'll have to bring it by some. Time. We will. Uh, we yeah, I'd love for you guys to bring recipes. Great, 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 great. Well, let me. I think we're all done here. I'm going to take my can. We, I did not give you at all the conclusion, but if you guys want to oh, leave, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, I was about to he, tell you your vision. Honestly, <laughs> we just came because his eyes was getting blurry. We got real worried that it was going to affect his mind. Eyes. Oh, well, I, I, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you too. I have no idea what the fuck both you guys are talking about. Oh, what so sweet his, man! What sweet man! His, okay, his vision will. It's worse. His regular vision. Okay, Tony, vision. Tony, Tony. This is going to be on the Super Bowl, so we got to make sure that this is right. All okay? right. You are a giant fish. Okay. Got it. You're a giant fish. Got it. Okay. And we need more fish from you. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me say. Let me say the line. Okay. The the line again. The line again is. 
I'll well, just say it. Okay, you can say it. Uh, you, want, you can give me the line if you want. All right, that's fine. You got it. <laughs> I'll just say the line. All right, so uh, sound? Speed. Light? On. <laughs> and action. This, this Dorito is... Fantastic! I'm the this Dorito is so delicious. I'm a fish and I eat it. Sorry, we're gonna have to cut for uh, cut for sound. Okay, cut for sound. I'm oh, sorry, it just popped. Oh, was that too be loud? Careful with the yeah. Oh. Just, can I mind uh, set your level again? I'm sorry, Griff. That's fine. Just uh, do that again to just be as uh, I guess high and loud as you're gonna be. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now like that we're stopped, I'm gonna give you a little direction. That was great, really brilliant. You're, you. you're a fantastic actor. However, not that much fish. I didn't really believe I was underwater with you. Oh, okay. okay. So I get it. I got right. the now. We're ready to rock Thank and roll. Okay, but you are fantastic. You're the best actor I've worked with by far. Um, so, lights. Wow, it's incredible. Still on. Sound? Uh, great. Uh, just let me get that level one more time. All right, great. All right. Uh, oh, the, um, this Doritos is uh, delicious. Excuse me. Excuse me. We're, we're, we're still waiting for... Just that... Yeah, that you thing. want me to... Do that again. <laughs> yeah, she wa- the sound person wants me to say the line again. Griff. Yeah, Griff wants me to say Griff has a name, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's a Dorito. So good a fish can eat it. I'm a fish. Great. Great sound speed. Perfect. Sound speed. All right. All right. So great. I think that's, uh, I think we got it. I think well, we started hold on. We thought we were just going to go into it again. Oh, I'm sorry. This is my first project. All right. Well, this is a project I'm producing because I'm submitting it. Yeah. Um, let's just do one more quick time. One more quick take. We'll make sure we got everything covered. It'll be more of a uh, safety shot. Huh? More, more fish, right? I took the note. I'm going to do that now. Great. More fish. Lights. Okay. That's still on. You are you are sweet as pumpkin pie. How is your grandfather, by the way? Is he still okay? Ah, uh, he's fine. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Can we start? Uh, yeah, I'm, start? I'm sorry. We we okay, we, we dated are, last night. We went out for a, wow. We went for a date last night, and um, she Gee, I was. Don't need to hear I just need to go into the ice queen. Ice queen on the date. Wouldn't go swing dancing with me. I don't like to dance. Okay, well. And I've got weak ankles, and so I think that, like, swing dancing is, like, a sport. It's, like, a more athletic dance. Anyway, the lights are on. Okay, great. Right. Great. At least that something's on. Uh, sound? Sound speed. All right, great. We got it, Griff? Yikes, that's, all right. Great. Sound speed. All right, all right. remember, you are a fish. Got fish, it. Fish, fish, fish. Fish in the ocean. Okay. Actually, what is that in the distance? A Dorito? Wait a minute. I see a, a faded red screen. Let me just take my little flippers and push through them. What? What? I'm, these flippers, they flip, and I go up into the water. I turn around, and I see hundreds of other little red, little red screen. Oh, those are my brothers and sisters. Those are my brothers and sisters. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, look, a school. A school of a bunch of me's. I, I have a swimming around in the school of a bunch of me's. And, hey, there's a Dorito. Brrr, oh, that's good. Me and the rest of the school of fish are going to eat this Dorito. So I saw your um your commercial. It, oh, uh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, you saw, it, you saw, you, you got my YouTube link. Yeah, I got the link. I got the link. They didn't air it. I watched the no. Super Bowl and I nah. didn't see it. No, they went Jay Leno. Oh, some dumb Jay Leno Doritos commercial. It was between you and Jay Leno. Yes. Great. I, yeah. yeah, I think it was between me, Jay Leno, and. So it was just between me and Jay Leno. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, while you were while you were at an audition, I just um I picked up a few things for the place. Oh wow! You painted so, it. Did you pick uh, yeah, up paint and I, apply the paint to the to the walls? I picked up some paint. It's um, I don't know. It's just a it's a yellow. I hear it helps with the depression. Okay. Oh, okay. It's it's I you know it's 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 a happy color. I saw it on a home and garden show. That was a little suspect to why you come out, out here. Did it, did Eddie send you? Because because because. 
because I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. <laughs> Dude, Eddie sent me like, you know, I need my husband to send me places. I sent yeah. me here. We're family. You know, I'm part of this family. Yeah. And uh, you're a family member. You're married to my cousin. You're we're kind family. of an in-law. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're in-laws. We're family, yeah, you right. know? Um. So I just, I was concerned about you. Well, I'm very happy, okay? Okay. Now, granted, most nights... I put a gun in my mouth and it's oh. a debate whether I should pull the trigger or not. Oh, God. But that yeah. is, but I never pull, I, I haven't pulled the trigger once. How could you ever say that? I haven't pulled the trigger how once. How could you ever say that and not expect me to now just take you straight to, straight home with me. <laughs> straight home with me. Just straight home with me <laughs> and immediately find a sublet for this apartment, this beautifully painted apartment. Do you just want this apartment? No. It seems no. like you don't care that much about me. You I really do care, care about, about you. Apartment. Look, I, I like to help people. Okay? Yeah. You know? And I, I I don't know. I just, I've got a lot of time on my hands right now, you know, with the not baby. <laughs> oh, I'm with sorry. A no, yeah, I'm sorry. We're still we're in vitro, in vitro. Um, It's, uh, I just, I just, I don't know. You, I talked to you on the phone and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I don't know. Just hearing you, the, 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 the life you're living out here. I don't know. I just well, wanted to. I appreciate you coming all the way out here. It doesn't mean a lot for me to come out. And you know, people don't visit me much. I haven't, you know, I haven't talked to Eddie in seven years. No. But uh, thank you. I, I'm fine. It's okay. Great. Don't worry about it. If you can smell. You were joking about the gun, right? That was such a bit, such a big thing. Oh God, I'm, your light, your light uh, just fell over. <laughs> I'm not joking about the gun, but I'm training for a commercial. It's just training. Okay, How my... does one train for a commercial? Like, are there stretches you do? I'm submitting a new commercial. Um, I'm submitting a new commercial because for mm-hmm. Police Academy, the movies. You're sub- so is that like a trailer? Yeah, it's a it's a mm. it's a faux trailer, and I'm doing target practice within my mouth because oh, you have to be really localized. Oh, this just sounds like a lie. Yeah, I'm lying. I'm lying. Sorry, oh, I said any of that. I. Uh, I mean, so so do you, uh, but it makes sense. Been... It makes sense that you're so you you make things and you submit them to people. Is that how you like a build Just your the own? Doritos commercial. I've been here for nine months, and all I've done, I just keep, I just keep. Everyone keeps saying no to me all the time. Excuse you know, me, Mr. Galloway. Uh, you've been in my office five times now, and yeah. you've been submitting the same Doritos commercial every time. This is Johnson and Johnson's, right? We don't sell Doritos. I thought you guys were a parent company to Doritos. No relation to Doritos. Ah, I apologize. I'll be back next week with a fresh new. Johnson Johnson related commercial. You can also not do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll see you next week. Bye okay. bye. All right. Uh, oh fuck! I hate that guy so much. I know, right? Yeah, I really. What know. a friggin' duel. What a duel. I know, right? You say duel? A tool. Yeah, what a tool. I got a cold. You got a cold? I can't friggin' <gasps> kick it. You know, these fucking L.A. sun showers. Have... I feel like they always kiss, catch me off guard. Your nose is all pink? You Don't... look like you have the super virus. Look, but I'm not going home. I'm not going home, okay? I got a big presentation to give today. This means a lot to we me. We cannot have you in the office if you have the super virus. You want my job, you little shit. <gasps> no, no, no. I have a cold. I'll be fine. I, I've got Theraflu in my coffee. I'll be fine. Oh, Yeah. Is that yeah. all in your coffee? That's you... all I've got in my coffee. Are That's all sure? I've got in my coffee. Yes, it is. Don't you dare. Are you planting drugs in my mug? Don't no. you dare put drugs in my travel mug. Well, I guess uh, I guess you shouldn't have left it in the conference room. Hmm? Little piece of shit. Huh? I'm going for your job. I'm going I'm going to be you assistant to Hale. Sure. Maybe you will get it. Maybe you will knock me down and you will get my job, but what will you do with it? Huh? How will you sustain it? You conniving little shitbag. Hey. 
I just wanted to make, I just wanted to riff with you about that fucking putz of a man who just came in with a stupid Doritos fucking commercial. And you had to turn it. Now I see your true colors. Ah, they're shining through. Cut, cut back to the apartment. Uh, yeah, so I was on my way out. Uh, and I stopped to pick up. I saw a penny on the floor, and it was a heads-up penny. So I said, I need a good day. So I picked it up. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I heard this really cutthroat conversation between the guy I was pitching to mm-hmm. and another person in the office. And it just really – I was like, Hollywood's too cutthroat for me. I could never yeah, be in a conversation like that. You know great. what I mean? I mean, it's not like Connecticut. In Connecticut, everyone's open arms, really supportive. Well, the people we know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, Hartford Stage is there, which is nice. Yeah, the Hartford Stage, and you can still, you, I'm sure the Radio Shack will take you back. You were Radio big Shack, there. The Radio Shack will not take me back. You know they're going to take me back. Why is what that? I did, I put each and every single item in that store in my butt, and I put it back on oh, display. You know, we're family. Don't you, say that. Exactly. You didn't know. I thought I told you that. No, you didn't tell me. They're that. definitely not going to have me back. I got, I'm still in a legal case with them right now. What about a tech serve? You did not want to know what I did with tech serve. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, even, I was even an employee. I uh, I'm not I'm not gonna explain. It was too painful for me to explain. Why don't you? I don't know. Help out Eddie's office. Answer phone. Fix their computer. You're so good with computers. You know you edit those. You edit those little. You are you editing all of the weird little commercials you give to companies. The commercials. I don't call them weird little commercials. I, I realized I heard yeah. it as it came out of my mouth, and that was mean. And I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm just. It's, okay. it's the hormones. It's the in vitro hormones. They make me a little bit, a little bit crisper. Well, I appreciate your crispness. Thank you. Yeah, you I edit, edit them, right? I do edit them. So that's yeah. a skill. That's yeah, a hard yeah. skill. What is? Windows what am I stepping sure. in? Could you just uh, tell me? But uh, I, I don't. It, honestly, it was here before I moved in. Oh, that's I that's have, not, I'm not going to a that. good thing. It's a it's damp. How's it still damp? Why has I, it? You've been no here idea. for a few months, and this hasn't evaporated. Nope. Oh, and okay. also the dry heat. I have no idea what that is. I'm going to go pick up a Swiffer. I don't know how I missed this spot. Maybe All right, honey. So I know you've been trying to have a little baby boy give us a grandson. And yes. I know it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. So me and your mother, we got together. Uh, your mother's here, too. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. We got you something. We got you something. Help you with your body. Help you with the baby making. You know, make your oven feel warm. Mm-hmm. We got you. We brought you something for your oven. Uh-huh. You know, Mommy really didn't. You know, I, we're we're taking measures. You know, I've been seeing a, an obstetrician. He's well, a reproductive endocrinologist. So, Well, we, we, we wanted to get you something something in addition to that because we know you're trying so hard. Yo, yo. You were so really, well, I needed a cozy for you to wear around your tummy. Mm-hmm. Keep your baby making warm. Okay, so we're going to give you a baby. Just close your eyes. Close your eyes, okay? I want you to envision him with me, okay? Okay. Okay, he's got big old head. He's got big old head. He got big old head like you had with you, baby. Big old head. Rip my vagina in here. Big old head. Big old fat body. Big old fat head. You got them ears, them ears that you can hang a coat on. You know, they just stick right out. Them ears you can hang a coat on. Right, little tuft of hair on the top, little blonde hair. Mm, oh, and he's splashing around in the sink. He's having his first bath. Oh, he's having he's, his first bath. He's so clean and he's inside your body. Give you his first bath inside your body. <laughs> He's inside your body. He's all got hair and ears inside your body. He's ready to go. All you gotta do is give birth to him. Give birth to our baby. Baby grandson. Do you feel him? No. 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 This is. Do you feel the baby inside inside your body? Dad, get your hand off my stomach. Okay. Okay. 
Cut, cuts to the eye doctor. Mental visions, huh? They're having mental visions on you? Yeah, I just yeah. don't understand. I don't understand. I spend I spend one week visiting my parents. Oh, my God. That, you know what? I've, I've heard about the mental visions before. So oh, my God, doctor. Do the it? urine test came in. You're pregnant. <laughs> when did you take my pee at the eye doctor? Hey, hey, Ralph, Ralph, I fired you last week, man. You could not be putting cups in my bathroom. Get the fuck out of here, I wonder why your toilet didn't flush. It just seemed to look like it was sealing at the faucet. Damn it, Ralph. Oh, God. How weird. You guys are weirdos. <laughs> we are weirdos. That was a weird set. We do apologize weird. for that. I always have, whenever I'm done improvising, I always apologize. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the cornerstone of a good, of a good healthy process. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that was fun. I really fun. liked that. It was super playful. Uh, yeah, no, whenever I'm done improvising, I always apologize. I just, no, you I shouldn't do that, though. You I know. Really it's a crazy not. confidence thing. But it, you have great confidence. It's it's just being okay with whatever it is. Cause that's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like we just, I mean, we just made up some bullshits and some chairs, you know? Like, that's truly. all we did, you know? Yeah. There's no way that uh, you should ever apologize for listening to me and trying to make my scene work. Yeah, you know, it's like if you give someone a good hug, if you give someone a hug and you're like, oh, I didn't really give a good hug, you don't apologize. It's just a hug. But it's I just... understand. I do it, too. It's like, because you, uh, you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard. And I feel like it's, it's a tough thing. Like, we've we were talking about improv right. and then we go into doing a set and it's like oh, make man, sure we do everything I want to seem, seem like I'm, I'm, I'm as good as I, I yeah. sounded I, I don't know like I wanted events. to do yeah. but it's um, but it was fun what, what do we do now do we do we, we self-flagellate yeah, sure. <laughs> we self-congratulate ourselves you gotta be positive first stay positive I think it was fun I, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's hard to do uh, uh, I don't think I've really only a couple times have I improvised on air as opposed to – I mean like with the Truth podcast, we do like um, structured improv. Like we'll have outlines of stories and then we'll improvise the scenes right. themselves, you know. We'll have beats and, and, and some of it's more scripted than others, but it's more like structured improv. But I think it's hard, you know, especially with people who don't play together. Like, I, don't, I, don't play, I don't play with you guys normally. And so yeah. like, you know, I feel like it was successful in that we like made huge choices to indicate new scenes. I can tell you yeah. something I really liked and it was in the third line. It was uh, you you ascribed importance to something. Oh, cool! And that gave the scene grip because the first line was toilet's clogged. Second line, I'm going to use liquid plumber, whatever. And you immediately had a, a point of view about it, and you snapped into that. You're like, no. No, no, no! You can't do that. Which is true, right? You just learned that about Drano. I did, yeah, one hundred percent. Because me and my best friend got—I I have this great <laughs> living situation. I live with my boyfriend and my best friend. Cool. So it's who's the same guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby, we're so together. Um, he's uh, no, uh, no, he's my well, my lady best friend, Christina, and cool. he was gone. And we kind of—it's so stereotypical. Sometimes the things that we defer to him for, like our rodent problem, like he kills all the right. mice. But we, uh, we had kind of. The toilet while he was gone, <laughs> and we had a we had a thing of Drano. And before she was like, "Can we put Drano in a toilet?" I'm like, "Sure, it's for clogs." Right. And then we dump yeah, half totally. a bottle in, and then we start uh, we start like then it wasn't flushing. <laughs> and all this stuff and then we read the back and it was like whatever you do don't put it in a toilet <laughs> and then I started googling it and it's like it, your, it'll eat your pipes no yes we, we, uh, it's funny because I also said some truth in that Brad you've been over my place lately my toilet is kind of broken-ish mm. pressure wise so we put it wasn't Drano. I forgot what it was called, but it was something you do put in there. And honestly, I haven't approached my landlord to fix it because mm-hmm. I don't. I can't. 
I have problems communicating with him. I just don't want to talk to him much. But this guy's like, we know, we know so much about these people. It's like, oh my god, I we have to fix it. Like, I identify a problem. Like, my character identifies a problem, wants to fix it. Your right. character, let's cope with a problem. Right? Yeah, that's totally. That's also. And then it became the characters. Like this yeah. guy is like, well, I'm sort of dealing. I'm, I'm, I'm sort working, of killing myself. I'm, yeah, it's like I'm working around my life's problems as opposed yeah. to dealing with any of them. I'm just gonna skirt around them and find ways to exist with these things. Right. Whereas, like, my character just wanted to fix things so badly, she flew across the country. <laughs> to deal with like my husband's cousin, yeah, yeah, yeah because her own, because her own life is spiraling out of control, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and also uh, uh, the thing you said, I mean, right away you established, um, you said no, you're doing great, yeah, doing great, really well, and that immediately established what your point of view is, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't the fact that you think I'm not doing great. I, I think it was establishing what your motivation was, right? Mm-hmm. Why you were there. You were yeah. um, you were there to try to get my act together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it's pretty good. Uh, first scene, the second scene was straight straight matching scene. Would you say? Yeah, we had the the crazy ladies, the crazy ladies, the crazy man. Yeah, the, the it gifts. is why, but the gears <laughs> that ended up these crazy Creole people. <laughs> <laughs> my mental visions. So we're fun. giving each other ideas <laughs> for <laughs> basically <laughs> to enjoy. It's super fun. Like it's so fun to say. Yes, your anniversary you know? gifts were mental visions to each other. Yeah, but yeah. we also had that like, oh, we said we weren't going to give each other. Any-. You had said, <laughs> I loved that. You had said we're not going. I know we said we weren't going to give each other anything, but I made you something. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Really good character work. For it was fun. It was, it was so, so fun. fun, and it was fun to like take it to a really real place after that. You know, mm-hmm. the eye doctor. At first, yeah. I was like, "Oh, where's he going with this?" Like, right? Because I was like, "Oh, he's, he's like, well, let's take this, this crazy creole way to the doctor." Why we this? I was like, "Oh, eyes! Oh my god, this is great!" And I was like, "Well, how do I?" Because we've got this fun thing. Uh, when I came in as the wife, I was like trying to figure out how to, like, how to get to the vision stuff because right. I knew that that's what you were alluding to he mentioned let me put on my vision hat that makes oh. me see better I was going to be an eye doctor that prescribes him a hat to wear that makes him see better oh. that's, a fun, that's fun to me but something but <laughs> pretty much right because I'm like alright better but okay I'm going to subscribe you this brand new hat you oh know, then great sort of as a I didn't get that because I didn't either cause... I never put it out because right before I was going to say that you said let me put my hat on as far as to make yourself see better oh as I think in, you already had that well you would you actually you initiated with like uh, the little the little lens things right exactly yeah. so yeah to, for me being an eye doctor I got yeah that's a thing that I do too that's something I'm working on where I take a while to get into my idea when I already when I bring an idea with me but I, I have to dialogue my way to it uh, and I should put it right up top well you did a great deal of you did a great job of dropping it when we moved somewhere else yeah when, when you it. established that that you guys <laughs> you had a hat on all of a sudden I was just straight person in you guys I can do that I, I do that sometimes too it's yeah. like I'll, I'll have I'll have an idea that I'm holding on to and I won't know exactly how to give it to someone right. and so like what ends up sometimes happening um, I think it worked out fine here but sometimes what happens is like we've got one hand out of the scene because we're right. holding on to that other idea and we're still trying to figure out how to totally, get it in yeah. so we're looking for windows in to this scene as opposed to like just being here and making a big choice here right mm-hmm. right Right. And like, how how do we take the most direct path? I'm adjusting everything on my face. Oh, I know what happened. My glasses came off my ears. Oh my Speaking of eye doctors, I know I can't see. Oh, now I can. Oh, thank you God, the headphones are back on. Um, uh, glass hats. Yeah, yeah, the glass hats. The glass hats. They're great in the winter, but they can yeah. be a bitch in the summer. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Weird. 
But it was a fun, I mean, that was such a fun idea either way to like, these people are dealing with like, is it a literal vision? Like how far does this, like, that's that point of view, right? That our imagination is this tangible thing we can give each other. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, how real is that? You you guys are two crocodiles, two alligators. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah. We were one step away from making that whole set inception. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen it. Oh, no. Wow. It's a good movie. I hear that, but I feel like I missed my moment to see it in the theaters. Yeah, you're so, right. You know, I, I did that with Black Swan, where just people kept talking about it and <gasps> talking about Black it. Yeah, I never saw Black Swan. But I did eventually see it, but it just the moment wasn't right, and I wasn't oh. impressed. I was just like, bleh. Oh, 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 I loved it. I never seen Black <laughs> I Swan. I loved it. I also used to dance as a kid. I love yeah. dance so much. Like, I take hip-hop classes now because I'm nice. a loser. That's no, I'm the white girl amazing. who smiles too hard and does it really weird. <laughs> does it energetically? And yeah, like, it's like no a little t- <laughs> Too, a little too Mickey Mouse, a little. Well, well hip hop's for everyone now. I, mean, I think so. Its roots are, are. I mean, it has very specific roots. It's for it's preaching for to the choir. It's for yeah. to the choir about hip hop, but and hip hop. Always the hip hop choir. Oh, oh, how beautiful is a hip hop choir? Very beautiful. Oh, love to listen to that on a drive. It's like the uh, end of any R. Kelly song. Ooh, your hip hop choir. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like it was, it was fun to see that like uh, this these abstract people put in a really literal context. Like yeah. I think it's a good move. Like we have a matching scene now. I want to see how they interact with something that's real in this world. Base reality, right? Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Totally unrelated, but I'd love to see freestyle choirs, like you know, rap battles, what? but between choirs. I'm choir sure battles. that's a thing. I'm sure that's the next reality show that's coming to ABC. Is 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 choir battles? What kind of? Uh, that's very true. Actually, but what kind of group mind would you have to have? I'm talking about freestyle. Oh, freestyle like a group of choir choir battling each other like eight guys stay in your section you know like (laughs) yeah there'd have to be just like a soloist like a barbershop quartet where they all just like create the um, they got a good they got a good thing going i don't know i'm sure what happened oh i love acapella I do love acapella. I do. It's so soothing. <laughs> no, me too. Every they can make so many sounds with their mouths. For the longest time. Boom, boom, boom. And you know they harmonize. You know, never hurts to harmonize. I don't know. I don't know if that was. I'm like almost tone deaf. That's why I think like I respect music so much because it's a thing I can't do. Ah, me totally. too. It's so hard. Yeah, super hard. We're in a music studio right now, staring at things we can't we can't yeah. use right. So many things. I do not know. Uh, I just feel intimidated. All oh, no. all pianos look mad at me. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like every middle class home has a has that of piano. Course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. that was bought uh, probably with like so much good intention totally. for their children that never got played and was just like I set seven thousand dollars in a box and I put it in the middle of my living room that I now to <laughs> I now run into every day. And that's why pianos are really easy to get for free because I, I used to I, 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 I used to work with a theater group needed a piano. A friend of mine's like, oh, just put an ad out. Everyone's trying to get rid of their pianos. Everyone and I did and I got forty emails within two days. I'd be like, come, just take the piano off your hand. Pianos are free, everyone. Just a little tip from your friend, Stefan. You've got to move them. So, I like that. I like if that. you get nothing else from our podcast. <laughs> no. Okay, which reminds me, I'm trying to get rid of my piano. So if anyone's out there who wants to get rid of the piano. I love that you're just uh, giving giving away all the equipment in this studio that yeah. lets you record it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm giving away stuff I don't own. So come on down. It's wholesale. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, hop in. Sorry, but that was a weird tangent. I hop in back in the set. Yeah, yeah. I was trying. You're right. I was like. 
I want to. I love the idea of the vision hat. But you two characters are so much fun. I just let you guys be. That happens. I'm just straight person. It. You know. That's fun. And I then, liked when you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. those comments are so good. I think it's important to have a straight man in a scene. You know, sometimes it's it, it can be incredibly refreshing because they're a barometer. Like we can go into Weird Town forever, but like we need to have it hit against something to resonate. You know what I mean? It's just like we 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 oh, isn't it ugh, is it. Uh, Sound that needs to bounce off things in order to be heard. You know what I mean? Like, the, yes, I think so. No, right? that's, that can't be it. Light, maybe light. Light. No, no, no. That makes no sense. I'm a, why did I try? Science? None of us are scientists. scientists. But the fact that yeah. there's bouncing and there is hard surfaces involved. Yeah. What analogy yeah, can I grab? Yeah. I keep digging around just, in my ass just, for a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run the car into the brick gun. wall, and I think it's uh, smell that needs to bounce off. There. Exactly. All the senses. Yeah, but it's like we. That's that's the emotional barometer like that's who the audience you know we right. we've got like a the, the audience is with you yeah and and like also like don't hold back your reactions of not understanding something or like you know it's, right. it's that thing of like, like we talked about before of like keep don't keep information or feelings or thoughts from your character like if, right. if especially if it's relevant you know what i mean it's like mm, what do you mean exactly by like there's this great exercise called hey neighbor have you guys ever done it or heard about May, it maybe so you got like an ordinary neighbor scene. Like I, you don't even get a suggestion. It's just two people and a neighbor in, in a shared backyard or front yard, you know, like talking about whatever neighbors talk about. We just hear enough of the scene, like 30 or so, 30, 60 seconds just to figure out who these guys are, whatever it is. And then one of the neighbors asks for something absolutely fucking ridiculous. And then it's about the the other neighbor being as realistically as possible dealing with that request. Like mm. it's, it's, it's like, can I borrow your son's innocence is always the example I use. <laughs> it's like. What's your first thought when you hear that? Uh, what do you mean, virginity? You want yeah. you want to take his virginity? Right. No, 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 no. Oh my God, I can understand. I feel you. No, I just got back from Iraq, and I this world just is feels so dim, and I just want to drive around in my car with your son, and experience the world through his eyes you know whatever it is like we just keep very logically we make that one obscure decision and we really logically try to figure out and justify why and unrelentlessly that's go after that thing we want yeah and also re as realistically as possible try to deal with it and figure out exactly why and what it is and like within the context of our relationship and through the lens of our character absolutely and then eventually justify how you as the veteran will pretend to drive a car being that you got oh, no idea God, how to I drive no a car. idea <laughs> so yeah it's throwing something up and then pulling it back down exactly throwing something up, yeah yeah totally it yeah. i mean it's like it's um here's another analogy i found in my asshole Yay. um of like uh you know these the the this the bizarre thing is like the water and the straight man's the the vessel like right. we we need to contain it we need to give it shape or it's right. just a puddle you know what right. i mean we've got to we've got to put form to it and like the world is what holds it together wow yeah Sweet, absolutely. Thank God I got. I stopped, no, I stopped really dealing with physics and, that was a and good moved on away from science to water. <laughs> Something we all understand. Which has nothing to do with science. Water. <laughs> water is Thank not a science God. property. Yeah. Thank God. It's not at my table though. It's, it's magic. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How is elements. it so wet? <laughs> it's magic. Water is wet. Wet water. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't I just say that? <laughs> Uh, cool. So, had, uh, <laughs> with all the awkwardness we're talking about. For I know, right? When we're not doing a bit, which, which is also another thing that makes it improvisers so self-conscious is like when in social settings, it's like we'll do a bit and we'll go so far out with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's like, oh, 
how did it's like those little cartoon you know how it's like when you're a cartoon and yeah. when you are a cartoon oh, yeah. I know and, you're, what that's like. and you're running off a cliff and, and yeah. you're running running and then all of a sudden you realize that there's nothing underneath you it's kind of <laughs> like how improvisers feel in conversation you know what I mean it's yeah, like exactly. oh, I'm, I'm, bi- I'm riffing I'm riffing I'm riffing out here it's like no, nothing we talked about was real <laughs> well we're back to square one again. exactly yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I was I'm always a man like with my character because mm. I was kind of endowed with a guy who didn't have a great life but that is external, and I have to internalize it through my character. This is the Hollywood guy. Oh, well. yeah. So I'm trying to think. Okay, I am depressed. I don't exactly know why yet, you know. Um, then I'm really, I guess, because I'm just not doing well. Things are difficult. Yeah. I kind of found that with the conversation you guys had. As the two, going back to the, the, the cutthroat Hollywood guys, mm-hmm. the Johnson Johnson ad execs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to bring the negativity into that. <laughs> I felt like super negative. No, it's fine. People are negative in life. Like, they're going to be negative characters. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, yeah. So, we're not so, on a commune. We're improvising. <laughs> yeah, when I'm not improvising, I go back to my commune. Right, right, right. We'll do uh, that after. <laughs> after. But then I use that as a justification. Ride my I Shetland use... pony back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is your pony okay? Should we feed it? <laughs> no, no, no. Hour. She's one right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's good. one with everything. Um, <laughs> wow, what dumbass slang I invented for hippies. Yeah, she's a one right now. She's just super one with everything. Nice. But, um, a super peaceful horse. Just so peaceful. But for me, like when I'm in those moments, it's like, oh, I know I'm sad, but I don't know why. It's like invest in the surrounding, especially because right now we don't have any physicality to help us. Like we're we're in chairs facing microphones. Like um, for those of you at home, we're not walking around with lav mics. No. But um, <laughs> like it's it's super important. It's like, great, what else is here? We're going to get clues, you know? Like right. walk around. It's like, oh, I would ask you. I would say sit down, but – my chair broke. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, we could go out. We could go to um, In and Out. You know. Yeah. It's like, or or maybe if there is a chair, it's like, oh great. Is there a? Does do you have a roommate? This, <laughs> is this jacket yours? Like, no, I had this one girl come over once, and she left so fast she left her jacket. You know, like whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Like you know, like walk around, you'll find something. It's like this idea of like, yeah, you're sad, but like. Even when when you're sad as a person, you're not sad constantly. Not everything coming out of your mouth is like a sad song. Like move, like I I like to think about moves sometimes in scenes as like um, stairs. Like there's horizontal and vertical moves. There are those like um, atmospheric moves. Like um, investing in the surroundings, investing in like location, like. Uh, the landlord, you know, that we don't talk to, right. like the, 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 the toilet, we know the toilet's clogged, the puddle we stepped on, you know, but like, um, or what am I saying? Like, we're just walking out, we're dealing with our environment. We're in LA, like any sort of like detail is that's a horizontal move. And then like it hitting and like learning something more about each other or furthering the scene. That's that vertical move. Right. Like, great. I have trouble talking to people. That's why I haven't talked to my landlord. You know, like I have, right. I have issues with that. You know, like this puddle. Oh, it was here before I moved in. Like the <laughs> knowing that we have a puddle, knowing that we haven't dealt with it because it was here when we moved in. That's that vertical move. Now I know right. a little bit more. It's like God damn. You know, like uh, it's, it's not that you went out for an audition today. It's that you went to um, go sh- go submit something, a trailer for a movie. <laughs> that you know what was I mean? a little too vertical. Can I no, say that's that? fine. I just sacrifice it because you're, 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 you're like because you did a good job calling me out. You're like you're lying. I'm like I'm told you. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no. Target no, practice. My mouth while I was the, saying that, I'm like Stefan, don't the, say anything. The of shooting this. thing, the shooting thing that that the, the, the shooting yourself was like just for the commercial. That seemed like oh no, he's 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 toying with suicide. It's not just for a commercial, but like, you, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's, oh, it's that like was, that. Okay, I thought that that's a much more into that was more integrity there. I thought you were just saying 
that you didn't believe that what I was that I was shooting that I was actually just shooting my um, you just didn't believe what I was saying it actually happened. Yeah, that's what I thought. I so believe like, you're right. I was lying because what I was saying was kind of crazy. I did believe that like you were sending trailers to movies, yeah. and like I did believe like that is a sad like there. I mean, there's 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 nothing. Sad. I mean, I could imagine that happening. Like I can see how someone would think like, oh, this is how I break into the film industry. Some sad guy, you know. Like, oh, how Set heartbreaking. I just got, like, cold that. inside thinking about that real man who probably exists yeah, in totally L.A. You know exists, what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've all seen Netflix documentaries. Like, they're weirdos. <laughs> we've all seen Netflix documentaries. Yeah. Did you see that Tiffany one? No. Which one's the Tiffany one? I think one? we're alone now. Oh. Go home, watch it, but not alone. It's oh, so whoa. sad. Super sad. Oh. It's, about, it's about the it's girl about... who touched the alone, but there's a guy in the internet the whole time. <laughs> no. Or did I just make that up? You made that up with that. I want to see that. But no, this is, it was like, it's it's two super fans of Tiffany. So and like some only Tiffany the Diamonds, Tiffany the singer. Remember, oh. I think we're alone now. <laughs> okay, it doesn't um, seem to be anyone around or whatever. Like okay. that one, that girl. Like she was just a pop flash in the pan, like a proto Britney. One wonder, exactly. Right. But she had like a little bit of a lifespan. But she was like okay. a proto Britney. And um, these like crazy fucking people who follow her around, and like one of them has only been to, like one concert, but like. Uh, and, and doesn't know all of her music, but it's just like gotten like really fixated. Has like a lot of s- like social disabilities. Right. Like it's just really crazy. And like is just I think is transgender. It's just like all this crazy shit. It's Holy like um, have you seen King of Comedy? Yeah, yeah with, with uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Robert De Niro and uh, what's her name? Jerry Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Where it's Directed really he's Martin obsessed. Scorsese, exactly. Yeah. It's like real life that. Yeah. But insert Tiffany, this pop star from the eighties, <laughs> and uh, it's a transgender woman. Wow. Jesus. But what I mean is that real sadness exists. And like mm-hmm. sometimes we're going to have to make moves that aren't funny, that aren't hysterical, that don't like blow our minds necessarily. But like we need them because it's like we need to fuel the fire. Those vertical moves are like the bursts of flame, the explosive moment. But like it needs to catch on something. We need to gather the tinder, you know? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you have any um, maybe uh, like closing thoughts on the set? If you give it notes or, or just like a, an overall note to the set or anything like that. I mean, we didn't talk about anything we were going to do, which I think was so fun, other than, like, how we're going to start. So I just loved that we just followed what was fun to us and, like, what – at least I did. You mean being active in the scene? Yeah, being yeah. active, just following what was fun in terms of, like, where this piece is going to go. We weren't like, let's do a Herald. We weren't like, let's do a mono scene. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. didn't have a structure. We bossed it. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I prefer that <laughs> way. Thursday totally nights at 8 it. o'clock. But um, <laughs> Magna Theater, 29th Street, uh, 254. Down the street, but um, they uh, everybody forgets about the magnet, it's so great. Um, but um, I mean, forgets about it. I, I don't know, like maybe the... it's just because like now I'm spending more time at UCB <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're at the magnet, it is where oh, well, well, that's the one with the bar. No, I go, I go <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's no, a pit, that's, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I, I, because I go back and forth all the time, yeah, definitely totally, you, but like, it's interesting it's how more, it's happening only three a lot more blocks. now. I'm glad, yeah, I, I do see that, I'm glad to see that. Because um, it's it's funny. It's only like three blocks away from mm-hmm. each other. But it's, it's like, like a whole other world. Yeah. Well, they are communities. Like, it's community theater, basically. Yeah, totally, and like, totally. But what's really cool, I think what's really cool about, and I, I, I'm totally ignorant. This is why I don't know anything about the pit. But um, I really do feel like there are two different schools of thought. Like, two mm-hmm. different approaches. Very yeah, different absolutely. approaches with the training centers, the UCB and the Magnet. And like, it's great to be, I remember when I was taking classes, I was kind, I started at the Magnet and then I went within a few months started going at GUCB and being at both concurrently was really eye-opening. Yeah, I, I, I went through both programs at the same time. That was really good because they complemented each other. They nicely. really do. Yeah. I feel like they are other halves of each other. Yeah. Um, but I guess takeaways from the set is like, don't, 
Um, I taught a corporate workshop today, so like this is also probably funneling through uh, teaching MetLife. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say MetLife, one of the okay. Yeah, but um, of like, there's no such thing as a of, as a good idea. Like all right. ideas start kind of bad with one cool thing about it, and like if you just go with your gut and it's like I want to see something. It's like you see, you can't do it when you're in a podcast, but like because you're sitting on a chair, but like no sticky feet. Like go with it, follow right. follow what you think is fun about it, and being as direct about it as possible. And that's that was what I thought was fun about our set. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, speaking of um, the, the Tiffany's documentary, what was it called? I think we're alone now. Oh, okay. I think we're alone now. Um, I don't know. I actually just got a Netflix account. Oh, that's great. Um, do you think it'd be... We have, uh, we have Wi-Fi here at the studio. Do you think it'd be uh, cool if we just like got a and, couple beers? Uh, and a popcorn machine. Yeah. So we got a couple beers. You want to just drink and kind of watch that movie with us? Um, no. Oh, do you have to rush out? You got to go somewhere after this, right? Yeah, you know, I just got like, um, yeah, I just got some stuff. I got to meet. I got to meet up with some like people. Go home. You have to meet up. Okay, you have to meet up with people, and then go home with all the people, or just. Um, I mean, just like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to be like vague, but like, no, I just like see some people, and oh, then no. and then I'll probably or, or or I'll see some people at home. I just really don't. Oh, you know, get out of Queens. Oh yeah, well. Funny you mention that because after we're actually going to a uh, a one off hip hop acapella like a freestyle jam in Brooklyn mm-hmm. in Williamsburg. Do you want to come with us? Do you want to be our third uh, teammate? It just passes right through where I live because I live in Chinatown. Yeah, so that's convenient. Mm, Brooklyn past Chinatown, Chinatown. I'm talking about. I live in the Manhattan Chinatown. You know, I got to get up early. I got to work. Oh, okay. job, 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 job. Okay. Job, right. job, 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 job. Freelance, right? Yeah, I definitely do a lot of things, but, um, you know, I set my own hours, so it's important to set them or they don't become hours, you know? So, yeah, so maybe get a soda or something. Mm. You know, I don't. It's bad for the teeth and bones. Okay. So. Can I do the water? Mm. Got a Got a clean canteen. Okay. Just going to fill it up on my sink at home. All right. Uh, that was Improv Noise. <laughs> uh, special super thanks to a wonderful guest, Miss Chet Siegel. Um, always to my co-host, Mr. Brad Cooler. I'm Stefan Schutter. I'm Stefan Schutter. And to our killer sound engineer, uh, Lady Man Hegemeister. Lady Man A. Come on, those words. Hey, man, this is a message to you guys and gals. Keep making it up. Peace out. Peace out. See you later. I'm at the pit
the Herald. But it's not your classic Carol, it's a modified Herald. You've never seen it before, bitch. I told the truth, and they're fucking green. Find us on iTunes, leave a review. Also, check into www.improvnoise.com. Check us out on Facebook.com slash improvnoise. Twitter, follow us on Twitter. Hey, Bob, you can see me. 